Welcome back, Silent Sodas listeners. It's August 9th. We got another episode for you. Dame Watch continues. Women's World Cup, U.S. didn't do so well. We got to recover that. College football, a lot going on there. We're going to have a moment of silence for the Pac-12. R.I.P. our sweet prince. MLB pitch clock is back. This week, we got a snake draft of the college football traditions. Second half, we got a little NFL news. Happy hour, heroes and zeros. We have a ton to cover, so let's just get right to it. Yeah. Tell them that story you're telling. And now for our feature presentation. Another week, another week of waiting for Dame to do something. How? What day are we up to on Dame Watch? We are currently up to day forty-nine. Big five yeah, zero tomorrow. Hell? Yeah. What the hell? I don't, I don't even know what else there is even to touch there. What the hell? Yeah, it's just I mean, that. What the hell? Uh, it's just the poke meme poke with the stick. He's like, "Come on, do something." Seriously. Anything. At all, anything. Yeah, just put Kyle out of his misery. Yeah, either don't trade him or trade him, or don't, or trade him, or don't. Or trade him somewhere else. Do something. Do something. Get it done. Anything. Anything. Trade him to the Lakers already, okay? Move on. It's it's the hope that kills you. Yeah. It is the hope. It is the hope. Uh, The Women's World Cup team, um, national disgrace. I'll say it. Uh, It is ridiculous. That um, I'll just say it. I think it's ridiculous that Megan Rapino can smile after missing a penalty and say that it's, you know, the game. It's like, actually, and uh, this might be a little bit of a tangent, but that's a very anti America team. And um, I'm very anti uh, the women's national team oh. at the moment. So. Would you look at that? Megan Rapino's kick just landed. Yeah. I mean, what no. the hell? Uh, it's just it's a I mean, bad look all so around bad look so all around we talked the smiling about after the, missing the kick like it all bad look all around we talked about all the issues of the team at length last week obviously there is the politics aspect to it now because well i mean how could there not be this is america after all but we don't want to get too into that no, out here we're not we're not, we're not going to touch that really there's plenty to be upset about on the field and rapino wasn't the only one to miss a penalty you can't you just can't sophia smith missed a penalty you can't be missing pens like that it's and just as the coach what an unfair position to put kelly o'hara in she played for one minute not even a minute not and, even, well, yeah, but you, that's, and then you that's put you her break. in there when you're telling me there's not a single other player that's been out there in the flow of the game that could make a penalty kick. Why would you put well, a defender well, out there? Okay, as someone who played soccer for many, many years, um, there are penalty specialists. Penalty kicks are not in the flow of the game. Like, you stop, you have your whole huddle for 10 minutes. The flow of the game doesn't really matter for penalties. It's so separate from soccer. Um, that's a pretty common tactic. There are times teams, um, the Netherlands did it, I think, in the 24. 20- 14 or 2018 World Cup with great success. They actually had a goalkeeper substitution they would make a minute before penalties. You don't really, penalties are kind of their own separate animal. Uh, You don't really need to be in the flow for them. And so it's not horrible management to bring on a penalty specialist. That's pretty common. Typically they make them. The issue was obviously. You're missing it. She, a lot of people missed them. It's he looks. He looks like a genius if she makes it. There's no excuse to miss a pen like that. I mean, yeah, the fact that you're not even putting it on frame. Yeah, 
I just I uh we have to move on because it's gonna get too political if we keep this conversation going. I'm so charged. Just up. all around. I was move I on. All the everyone. bullshit that was. This, I was happy this to just. Yeah, I was happy to just discuss up. penalty kick strategy for another five minutes. But <laughs> yeah, overall, U.S. Apparently, uh, I'm I'm getting word that our listeners might actually prefer we get political. Today. Yeah, right. So... Why don't we give them some controversial takes? Because I got plenty. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're gonna skip that. Yeah, college football. Uh, not much since we talked realignment last week. The only well, thing that's actually, really is, yeah, only is Stanford and Cal are talking about going to the ACC. Well, uh, I mean, we did kind of have fourteen. We did kind of five teams switch conferences since we last discussed this. Yeah, Obviously, I guess that's it was true. already speculated. Basically, every yeah, team we said that happened. wasn't going to join joined. Did well, did. I, I the one I was clear about. I said Cal and Stanford weren't going to go to the Big Ten. And that continues to be the case. Um, the Big 12 is a pretty big winner in all this. A year ago at this time, or two years ago now, whenever it was, um, when Texas and Oklahoma announced they were leaving, there was a lot of speculation that it was the beginning of the end for the Big 12. Instead, yeah. I think they, they, frankly, they come out of this stronger than ever. I uh, think it's the most, it's the most fun college football conference. There are going to be some crazy scores put up in that league. I mean, some crazy scores. They're not yeah, going to play any defense. It's just going to be – I mean, you're going to see 60-pointers. We're going to see 60-point games. I do wonder what – um, if, in hindsight, if you're the Big 12, like, are you happy with that UCF edition now? Like, no. If you – right, like – Nah, it, makes, it makes no sense now. It, like, it was one thing, and Cincinnati has had a good program. I get some of the additions, and that kind of ties West Virginia in. But UCF now makes – if you took UCF out of it, it would kind of make sense geographically. Obviously, more spread out, but kind of everything pretty packed that, together. Yeah. Yeah, also, I don't – I'm going to – I don't see UCF really competing. I, I no. just don't. I'm thrilled the that they're year. in there now. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be I can't circle. wait to watch UCF get their shit pumped and then go, you, oh, national they championship? I was going to say, I think that, yep, I remember that. I remember that. Do you want Do you uh, want to know how you know that wasn't a re- legit national championship? Uh, was it the look, rings look, look, or the banner or the Disney parade? I don't know. Yeah, look, at, look, at what the, um, look at what the head coach of that team that supposedly was the best team in the country. Look at what he did once he had to go to a big boy conference and start oh, playing yeah, big boy yeah. football every week. That's true. He couldn't do not it. To, There's no way to, that team – that team would have got him slaughtered if they had somehow made it to the playoff. Not to mention, the only thing that they can hang their hat on is they beat LSU, and guess what LSU did the next year? Won the national championship. So, I mean, like that is their saving grace, you know, and it's yeah, ridiculous. Beat- I can't believe they put a banner up. He beat I mean, LSU before Joe Burrow was Joe Burrow. Like, yeah, it's UCF is just that meme that's the old woman saying some crazy shit, and the person like, "Oh, sure, Grandpa, let's get you to bed." It's, yeah, I will, it's like, I will, yeah, we're national champions. Oh, we're the one of the best schools in Florida. Okay, let's put you to bed. Like, yeah, one of the, gonna get one rocked of the best now. In you wanted big yeah. time football. You're gonna get great. You're rocked. gonna get it. And yeah, also, like, yeah, it's a super fun conference now, and you it know, is. obviously. A lot of concern with rivalries dying with realignment, and that will happen in a lot of cases. One is coming back in the Big 12. It's the Holy War. It's Utah versus BYU. Those schools hate each other, and now they're in the same – like, it's going to be – Dude, I I think also something that – I was talking to uh, uh, a former Big Ten softball player, and the discussion was about the travel. I mean – I think that what's getting lost in this, and not that I'm going to hoo-ha for the student-athlete, but I, this is going to be a nightmare. I, I Like, this is going to be – I mean, you now you've got – and I, not for football. Not for football at all. It'll work. You know, they charter planes for football. They fly out the same night, all that stuff. How about the, the softball team? I mean, basketball teams are going to live on airplanes. I mean, seriously, yeah. they just – they've got to go all the way to the West Coast, and you got to think that they're going to try and schedule um, – try and schedule like west coast trips right it's going to turn into like a yeah. professional 
But, you know, I, I think it's ridiculous the fact that, I mean, we're back to like the NIL is great and everything, but these schools should be coughing more money up or they should, you know, they should, all these teams should be flying, not, you know, private, private, they should be flying out of their local airports. And this shouldn't be, I just think this is going to be bad. I think it's great for college. I football. agree. I think, I think it's, it's going to be brutal. Especially everything else for everything else. I think it's terrible. I it's really worse, I think honestly for the, the West coast teams, because now you have Awful. to go plan like East coast. You can at least plan, you know, West coast trip, knock out all the West coast teams. Could, at once. Exactly. The West coast. Exactly. You, all of your comp, if you're not playing at home, you're going across, you're going to happy Valley. You're going to college park. You're going to New Jersey. You're going to Wisconsin. Like it's those gonna be are a nightmare. awful yeah. trips if you're on the West coast. And frankly, the parents, I feel bad for them. I do too. How many it's, you know, it's almost any school. Most of the kids, Henry, you know, how many friends did you have were from Wisconsin or from that yeah. area? Like, yeah, there's a we lot. Have a ton. We have a ton down here that go to Florida schools. And you go to that because you expect your parents can come watch you play for the most. Right. You stay in the region. They're yeah. not going to go. And, they're not going to go to College Park, Maryland and go watch their their kids play. That's too much too to bad. ask like that. It just sucks that they're going to lose that now. No, I, I. I agree completely. It does that part really stinks, and it's fine for football because once again, you're talking about seven road yep. games, a different year, animal, and you right. play and you play on weekends. Basketball, yeah. softball, you're going, you know, twenty game seasons, something game seasons. You're playing on Tuesday nights. You're you're all over the place. So these, it's tough to do school. They're going to be doing class mostly remote during the season. Well, you're really, it's already a different experience. But at least, at least for the road trips. Like there was, like even for basketball, like you would hit the road trip. Like sure, like you even for a Saturday road trip, which is better. But you were going out to East Lansing to play Michigan State, and you were the one p.m. tip off. They would be back by nine p.m. that night. Right, exactly. That's my whole point too. And also like the time change, and 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 you know the the Missouri coach said it best. He was like, you know, we're worried about everyone's mental health. Like one of the leading causes of that is not enough sleep. I mean, seriously, yeah. like, I, I, and I hope, I, I hope that it does work, and we're overseeing things, and and they can figure out how to balance it. But I think it's going to be the first year is going to be a nightmare. I mean, you, well, you know, is, and again, I can't wait for UCLA to have to come to New Jersey to play in a snow game. I can't yeah, the wait. Football, for that. The football, I can't wait. Hysterical, but and... I just the rest of it is just, oh man, I, I think it's going to be really, really hard. Right, and you're losing traditional rivals rivalries too which are part of what makes the sports great you're heading to this model where it's like the nfl light because you have like the only if you're losing these traditional rivalry games you're an oregon fan you don't say you're not playing oregon state anymore or washington not playing washington state anymore i know oregon and i know washington at least wants to play continue playing the apple cup with washington state but right washington why like you know it's washington state's like you left our conference like yeah. You know, we don't it's a it's a divorce. We don't need to see you on the holidays. Yeah. Um and <laughs> Yeah, I, I just it I used to be, gonna... you know. You would go, go, ahead, go like ahead. just from like a Wisconsin perspective, even while I was there, you went, you know, ten and two and made a New Year's six bowl, like that was a great year because you got to beat your traditional rivals. Now is the only measure of success gonna be through the playoff. Yeah, that is something with that. That and how these how they're going to divide up inner and outer conferences in the Big Ten, especially, is going to be interesting to see how they do that. Um, I also think like if and and not to go on this tangent about what else is going to happen, but I would bet you like the first two teams out of the Big Ten would be Rutgers and Maryland. I bet, and I feel like those two like and it's not happening anytime soon because the media deal and all that stuff. But like Northwestern would be one of the first out, wouldn't they? I don't. Well, they have their own. They have a lot brings, of well, that, yeah, but they, bring they got so a much lot academic, going on over there. But they bring a lot of academic prowess to the Big Ten. Yeah, what, what that's this a private is school. Towards, you know, what this is headed towards. I know. Is, since when is school we're, mattered? I know. They don't care. I know. It does to the Big Ten presidents, or at least yeah. they used to pretend that it did up until six months ago. Um, I know more about the Big Ten than I've ever wanted to know. So, <laughs> oh, it's the oldest and greatest conference it is a good country it is a good conference 
Um, the 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 issue though, the way I see it, this heading towards because it's exciting for football and sure, like Wisconsin, Oregon, like yeah, that'll be exciting. Yeah, that'll be fun. I don't Jersey matchup. I don't care every year. I would much rather, even with the newer editions like Maryland Rutgers, and part of it's they have both sucked. Yeah, they're terrible. But I don't care. Like this year, I'm going. I was going, trying to decide which game to go back for. Could have gone. The homecoming game is Rutgers. I could have gone back for homecoming. That would have been fun. I was like, fuck it. I'm not traveling to watch Wisconsin Rutgers. I'm just yeah. not going to do that. I do not care. I would. Right. Wisconsin, Iowa, that's exciting. Wisconsin, Michigan, that's exciting. And you're going to lose. Wisconsin, Iowa? Oh, Wisconsin, Iowa is my favorite under. game of the year. <laughs> favorite game Land of the, the year. under. It's the no, most yeah. fun game of but I get, the year. I totally get what you're saying. I just think we're moving into this. And I think that, you know, what the NCAA would tell you is, oh, well, NIL. And I think that's what they would say if for that argument about, you know, all the TV deals and all the conferences dissolving and everything. Um, I think it's sad that the Pac-12 is gone. I mean, it, it's going to be sad. Um, I also think that uh, it sucks for the schools getting left out, right? I mean, like yeah. it sucks for Cal and Stanford. I mean, it sucks for them. And um, Oregon State, Washington State. I mean, look, yeah. Cal, and, Cal and Stanford, Cal especially deserves this. No, they're they, terrible. They, they don't give a shit about athletics. It's since so what? Marshawn it's Lynch? Hard for, right. It's hard for me to feel bad for Cal especially because they're part of the reason the Pac-12 failed. They refused to invest. They were, you know, right. they kind they're, of deserve this. They were investing um, more in rugby feel, than their football team. Who I feel really bad for is Washington State and Oregon State because those are schools. I know Washington State has made big investment. They bet big on Pac-12 network working out to the point that their athletic department has debt now because they were trying to build these facilities to really get it yeah. up. They've invested in top coaches. And they do have a passionate fan base, but they're getting left behind because they're in Pullman. No, they're in. No, I think you had it. I thought that was. Did it. I have it? I thought you had it. I don't know. Yeah, they're in Pullman, Washington, and yeah, Oregon State's being left behind because they're in Corvallis, Oregon. I think I have those right. I either I know it's Corvallis and Pullman. I might have flipped them. Yeah, whatever. But Close that, enough. There lies the problem. Yeah. But either way, college football will be interesting. Um, it's going to be awesome to see how all these shake out this year. It being the last year, I think there's going to be just bad blood across the board. And I'm well, super and pumped. The big the, – the Pac-12, I mean, you look at the quarterback talent they're returning across that conference. Oregon State's – obviously, USC, you bring back Heisman winner and Caleb Williams. Uh, Washington, you got – you know, you got your return back. He was in oh, Indiana. He's in Washington. Oh. Um, you got a lot of talent. You got Utah should be good again. They won it last year. They'll be good. Oregon yeah. State had a great season last season. They didn't lose much. They're going to build on that. I've seen them tossed around a little. as like, you know, a dark horse to really make some noise. They could be, a, you know, they could be really up there this year. They could potentially win the Pac-12. So yeah. the Pac-12 – in its final season, it's a shame it's getting blown apart. And it was it's set up on the field. This is gonna be a fantastic season. Um I'm sure these rivalries are gonna take on even even more meaning. Yeah. Just for this one year. Last time, yeah. 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 But it'll be good. We're coming down to it. Yep. We are. And, and that, let's just have a quick moment of silence for the Pac twelve. <laughs> All right, that's enough Pac twelve. <laughs> yeah, it was a moment of silence for the Pac-12. It's um, it's a wild world. I'm sure we'll have more to say about it. The more information um, we get, right? The um, conferences, but just to put a bow on it, the conferences, whatever they were when you were in college, that's what they should go back. That's the perfect way. They were perfect then. You are absolutely bring back correct. That BS. Whatever it was when you were in college, that's the best iteration of college football. And, you know. Uh, Yeah, totally agree. Um, Should we do a little MLB pitch clock, boys? It is is the favorite segment. It is the best segment in all of sports podcasts. I got a hot tip this week, guys. I got a hot tip, so. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right, you guys want me to start the clock? 
give me one second. I'm just I need there's a name I forgot. Oh, I, I can't remember uh, his freaking name. If you got his name, you do it, Henry. I think we're talking about the same thing. We absolutely are talking about All the right. same thing. Yeah, the I'll, only I'll thing do that's it. This happened to baseball. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? All right. Yep. Go ahead. Three, two, one. Pitch clock. The Tampa Bay Rays oh. are back, baby. They're good at baseball. Tim Anderson got yeah. knocked out by Jose Ramirez in the Guardians White Sox game. Sweet right hook to the jaw. Baseball is cool, cool again. Baseball is cool again. Uh, nah, the Yankees suck. The, the Yankees absolutely suck. They should blow up the whole franchise, and Aaron Boone should lose his job ah, right now, this second. The Yankees are so bad at baseball. That's it. Perfect way to end it. That's all you get. God, the Yankees suck. Anyway. Hey, no. Yep, that's all Time's you up. get. That's it. All right. All right. Well, that was our first half. Uh, We're going to toss it over to ourselves, and we're going to do a draft of the best college football traditions. We're back with everyone's second favorite segment behind MLB Pitch Clock. Of course. We're back with a little snake draft today. Today's topic, fellas, the best college football traditions. Um, I think that they're numerous. I think that there are some clear consensus top picks here. With that, oh, this Kyle is going to get contentious. Kyle Johnson, lead us off. Henry, second. I will go third. All right. First pick, a lot of pressure. We're going for the best overall, right? We yes. When that graphic best comes overall. out, I want to be voted hands down. Best. You wanna, it want to run away with it. Oh. I want to have the best list, and I know my pick's going to be taken in the next round. I'm taking oh, no. jump around. <laughs> and he's wearing the hat. <laughs> Strategy came into play here. Oh my god, it happened. The unthinkable. It's I mean, I expected he is, it. He is it's flustered. A, it is inarguable. <laughs> it is inarguable that jump around is, is the greatest tradition in college football. And this pick reflects that. I'm very happy with how this went. Obviously, I had no chance of winning because jump around and three random traditions clears anything. Um, so I'm just gonna go. For a, I'm just gonna go for a revenge pick here, and I'm gonna take. Oh, no. I won't back down. Oh God, damn it! Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. oh no! Oh, what a draft! <laughs> that's unbelievable i you know i'm just i might just let you two continue this because uh uh my 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 first pick is virginia tech enter sandman one of the most electric videos it doesn't really compare to either one of those but um there there's there's something about that when everyone gets going and that's i mean it's jump around just with enter sandman uh the other one is the uh, Kinnick wave in Iowa when they turn and they wave to the uh, to the children's hospital that's right behind it. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, everything about that one. is awesome. It's 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 one of the reasons you gotta love you just you love Iowa for that. Like you just do because you can't hate on it. Even though they're Iowa, still it's it's an awesome tradition. Well, they're, they're uh, good people over there. They're just they not quite good as good people. at football as the people no. on the Badgers. <laughs> uh back to you, Henry. Oh yeah. It's uh gotta go <laughs> this tough. All the all the it went exactly how I thought it was gonna go. Um Electric. Give me uh I know this isn't gonna be popular with SEC people, but Rocky Top's pretty fun. That's a good one. Um, Rocky Top's a good one. Yeah. I don't I think that's a great pick. I think it looks good on a graphic too. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it does. Um, all right, for my second one. Everyone knows you want to sing second at Army Navy. Damn it. Oh, that's a Damn good it. one. Damn it. I thought I was that was gonna fall back to me. Damn it. Yep, you the always want to sing second. Just I always almost took the whole game, but 
no, whole thing fine. is a spectacle. Game it's got fine. pageantry, but I think the whole second. game's the tradition. I yeah. think the whole game's the tradition. Also, arguably one of the best, probably, probably the best jersey matchup of the year. I'll be honest. Yeah, Everyone works on those two. Especially the fact I, that every year it's Under Armour versus Nike. So it's just even yeah. a little more on top of it. It's just, just a little bit, just a little bit of kick in the ass with it too. Damn it, Kyle. Damn yep. it. You That's know, a good. My next I, um, pick, I uh, I really was hoping I was going to get one back down. But I can take another Florida tradition, and I'm going to go with Florida, Georgia, the world's biggest cocktail party on earth. That's a good one. Playing in Jacksonville. Florida, Georgia is a good one. Yep, world's biggest cocktail party. Uh, back yeah. to you, Henry. Oh, man. This a lot of good ones, obviously. I'm going to go with one. It's not specific to any one team, really, but it is one of my favorite parts of conference championship weekend, and that is the Dr. Pepper tuition challenge. <laughs> Nothing better than watching a bunch of college students desperately chest-passing chest footballs it's into right giant strategy. Dr. Pepper cans in a desperate bid to escape student debt. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just is, means more. One of the better also, traditions. Free advice if any listeners end up participating in this. The rugby pass is going to revolutionize that. I can't believe it hasn't been tried yet. It provides the speed of the it combines the speed of the chest pass with the precision of a nice tight spiral. I mean, First person yeah, to bust out the rugby there. pass, they're gonna they're not gonna be paying for school anymore. No, no. That that is always electric too because it's always it seems to always be close. Like someone starts to run away with it and then they just forget how to do it, and then all of a sudden it gets yeah. really close. Those are absolutely electric. Um, my next pick. I hate doing this because I really don't like this school, but dotting the eye for Ohio State when the band comes out. Ugh. Um, it is know. it I is hate, perfect. I hate it, but it's it's a tradition. It is perfect for and, Ohio State. Because they're just so proud that they know how to spell a five-letter word. <laughs> yeah. Four. It's not even five, yeah. it's four. Yeah, seriously. They're so, they're so proud that they know how to spell. They just learned that. Yeah. That's sophomore um, year stuff for them. My last pick is it kind of ties in. I don't know. It's more of it's more of the physical action than the thing, but Clemson's entrance. It's Howard's rock, but more of the 75-degree yeah, slope I had that. that everyone runs down. And every time bad. someone jumps, every single time someone jumps, you're like, they're going to tear their ACL. I mean, they're absolutely going to tear their ACL doing this. Dabo's sprint has ruined that for me. I A little bit. A little and bit, And is it yeah. bad that, like, every time he, like, sprints out um, you hope he's gonna get well trampled? ahead of the team, I'm like, tear a hammy, tear a hammy. Every time. Every you hope it's like Mufasa and the Lion King, just <laughs> except for Dude, instead I, of a pack of uh, wildebeest, it's a bunch of linemen. I can't believe that they don't have five kids a year tear their ACL doing that. It's Some of the kids for it. too, probably. But there must be an art to it. Like they must coach that. Like there must be a day that they're like, no walkthrough. We're going over to go through our entrance because some of those kids. It looks like they're going to jump over the goalpost. I mean, they just – it scares the shit out of me. I don't think – I mean, I know that Trevor Lawrence was never jumping it when he was coming down. Yeah. And I'm sure Deshaun mm, – never mind. I should leave that name out. But yeah. – uh, yeah. He's innocent. Back to you, Henry. Yeah, I don't – yeah. yeah I, I, I gotta, I'm, not, I'm not speaking I gotta on get, that. I got to get a Wisconsin-related tradition in here somewhere. Um, there's a lot of good ones. Kyle took, obviously, the most well-known one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Wisconsin-Minnesota rivalry, the winner getting Paul Bunyan's axe and chopping down the goalposts. That's a good one. That, that is, is electric. That video that video every year on Instagram is, is gets a like from yep. me because it is electric. Very excited to watch the Badgers get to do it this year. Yeah. Kyle, wrap this up. Land this plane. There's a lot of great ones. There's honorable so mention, many. Honorable mention before I take my final one. Really thought about taking our favorite tradition, Texas being back or oh, horns down. Yes. Horns Not down. gonna take that. 
Horns down. This um, is a horns down podcast. Could have done. Thought about taking. Play like a champion. Tap it on the way oh, out. That's a good one. That's a great one. one. Too. We're gonna go. Kind of slept on that one. The ace up my sleeve. It's got to be the Penn State whiteout. Yeah, that's a great one. I ain't even really all the way to the fourth that round. One. That video when Mo Bamba's playing and they had to call a timeout every year. Got to call a timeout. Such a good video. That video gives the, me chills every time I see it. They do have a losing record in whiteout games. That doesn't matter. It's still cool. That's oh, not what very this is cool. about, Henry. It's cool. You can barely get someone to agree on one thing, but when you can get like 100,000 people to wear a white shirt, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. especially well, a bunch of drunk college students. Rural Pennsylvania has historically had no problems getting a bunch of people to gather wearing white. Oh. <laughs> oh, <man>. Yep. <laughs> oh. Oh. My honorable mention is Sweet Home Alabama from Alabama. <laughs> every, every week we just push it a little more. Uh, yep, I had a... Yeah, Sweet Home Alabama was great, guys. Oh, why'd you why'd you take us from white sheets to Alabama? What? That's just... No oh, connection. Shit. No connection there at all. Yep, absolutely not. Um, okay. Well, uh, make sure when the graphic comes out, make sure to vote for your favorite. Um, I know I'm probably voting for Team Two. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Won't back down's my tradition. It's my favorite. I think I got to vote I that. Like that. Um, but you, like but you acknowledge that jump around is is better. I tried to put the together a list with strategy here, and my strategy backfired. It I'm did. really torn it now. Do I want to win or do backfired. I do I want to vote for won't back down? It immediately backfired. I, that was awesome. But you couldn't have drawn it up any better. Yeah. Well, that was you our tradition. Have drawn that up any better. Oh, that was our traditions draft. We're going to throw it to ourselves for a little happy hour talk. All right. Got some NFL news time. We've done a lot of college football discussion. Obviously, we're almost to college football. NFL's not too far behind either. Training camp at full swing, had our first preseason game, Hall of Fame game. It was something. Yeah, it was great. It was football. Stupid. It's the Hall of Fame game is like you gotta you can't it's like an appetizer. You gotta get used to it again. Yeah. It was good to hear all the voices and and and, and, and the pads. Like it was good to get back to it. The lights going out, they should have caught it within thirty seconds of that. Like that would have been great. Uh, the under would have hit too, so that would have been even better. Um, but yeah, it was good. I mean, it was it was it was good to watch Zach Wilson have some success. Um, and if you haven't seen Hard Knocks yet, definitely watch it. I think it will change your opinion on Zach Wilson for sure. Um, <laughs> lot to like there, you know. Uh, but uh, it was good. It's it's good to know. It's good that football is back. It's just good. The vibes are better. The weather's not quite turning yet. I heard it was 112 degrees in Florida today. Um, Can confirm. I just heard it's absolutely miserable down there. Can Um, confirm. But that's Florida in August, baby. Uh, But, yeah, Yeah. football's back. Uh, There's lots of good quarterback controversies. No. There's a lot of uh, quarterback competitions going on. Um, Specifically in Tampa. Uh yeah, got the or on the depth chart. That's a uh that is a, a yeah, Paul what, Christ move if there ever was one. What the hell's going on down there, Kyle? Huh? I'll just throw out some stats for you. Quarterback one, nine practices, seven interceptions. Yeah. Yep. Quarterback two, nine practices, one interception. Quarterback yeah. one, nine practices, four fumbles, lost. Quarterback two, nine practices, zero fumbles lost. One of those quarterbacks is Baker Mayfield. One of those quarterbacks is Kyle Trask. In a practice where the defense can't even hit you. Yeah, how is he fumbling the ball? Is that just handoffs? Is that literally handoffs? Because if that's true, let's cut it. How do you have four lost fumbles in a practice where the defense is not allowed to tackle you? They can't touch you. That's ridiculous. I did not know the fumble stat. Yep. Uh, That's unbelievable. The interception stat I did know. For those listeners, quarterback one, which you're like, 
cut that fucker. That yeah, was Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Quarterback two was the, the pride and joy of the University of Florida. That's Kyle Trask. Still the pride yeah. and joy. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That is Kyle Trask's job to lose at this point. I think this might be the last year of Baker Mayfield. That's where it gets interesting be because it. Baker's getting the start in preseason week one and Trask gets week two, which you look at it and it kind of screws him a little bit because Trask has to play against a Jets defense where starters are going to be playing a little more. Which is a significantly harder defense than the Steelers. Yeah, well, well, yeah, and Baker's beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Let's not forget about it. That. Is, He's he got history them. with them too. Like it, he whomped them. It's preseason. <laughs> I mean, it is preseason, you but you can say that week two is going to be more difficult on the road than week one at home against the Steelers. Week two is traditionally the the dress rehearsal, isn't it? Yep. That's usually week three, but week two, you're going to get more starters playing for a quarter than you will week one's just going to be maybe they'll play a drive. Yeah, but that's good for Trask because let him prove it against the, you know, he's got to view it as an opportunity. Yeah, and that's all you can take away from it. It's just one of those when you're looking at it, it's a new – People are saying, oh, well, Baker's learning a new offense. He's learning a new offense. They're all learning a new offense. It's a new offense coordinator. We got Dave Canales this year. Everyone's learning a new offense. And Trask is – Canales has said it all preseason. It's about protecting the football and giving us an opportunity to hold on to the ball and bring it into the end zone. Baker's not doing it right now. No. And like you said – you can't get hit, and he can't hold on to the football to save his life. Come on, baby. Oh, baby, come here. Oh, oh we're getting. Uh... Oh, we're bringing in a special guest to weigh in on this quarterback competition. Come here. Come up here. Yep. If you we ever wonder what uh... side of the quarterback debate, uh, Luke's dog is named Baker. For those who don't know, there he is. I don't. I don't necessarily think he has an opinion. He kind of looks really depressed. Just yeah, like, probably because uh, we've been. What are we yeah, going to do? Probably because you named him after Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would be depressed too if I was named after. No, okay. Well, yeah, thanks I, for coming. Ever since speechless. you named that dog, Baker Mayfield's career has gone down the shitter. So it's no. Ba- hold on. Hold He's on speechless at he that fumble to, stat. He he has, to, he has, <laughs> well, the the fumble stat is is damning, but he hasn't been horrible. He. You know, took the Browns to their one play away from going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that one that right. one time. All right, and then the next year. Nope, that's it. That's all. It's all we remember. Well, he had that really cool yeah. drive when he was on the Rams. That meant. Oh, a lot. he won. He beat the Raiders in the in the last second to help them win five games. That that was Maybe cool. Mine. He was in Carolina. He was in like a hundred commercials. Was, that was sweet. He was yeah. The commercials he was just were nice. There. He's a. I'll tell you what, career after football will be all right for Baker. <laughs> uh, maybe just my stakes on it. If Kyle Trask wins the quarterback battle, he gets all the progressive commercials. I think that should happen anyways. I think, I mean, I like that Baker when all the, you know, shit hit the fan, they're like, all right, no more commercials. No more. Like, because yeah. I mean, but he made a lot of money. So Winner gets the progressive the sponsorship. Yeah. It's, I can't believe um... that guy was a number one pick. Uh, anyways, still love you, Baker. Would love to have you on. I'd go, I'd go nuts. But hop on the trash uh, train before it's too late, boys. Well, I'm a Bucks fan by half. I mean, I have to be a Bucks fan. So, all aboard the trash train. You'll be Seriously. a Falcons fan when he gets traded middle of the year. And if he goes to the Falcons, I give up. That's where I'm at. I can't. I don't think I can cheer for the Falcons. I'll make a deal with you right now. If he gets traded midway through the season, you name your dog Kyle. Midway through the season? All right. Anywhere this season. You rename him. You rename him Kyle. All right. Uh, He has to go out. I mean, he'll go out of the division. Yeah, all right. Fine. Rename him Kyle, or you can call him Trask Daddy. One of those two. I think think he's going to get cut before he gets traded. (laughs) Well... I don't know. Injuries are a wild card. Yeah, it's true. That poor, that poor dog. He's not going to know what to do when you're saying, "Hey, Kyle, come here." I won't either. It's going to be, yeah. (laughs) It'll be a weird. It'll be a weird uh, 
transition to after four years of calling him Baker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, you're Kyle now. <laughs> anyways, anyways, um, yeah, that's that's the NFL. That's pretty much what's going on. Uh, the Cardinals are going to be terrible. I saw a thing where that they're going to tank and with the picks that they have, get Marvin Harrison Jr. and Caleb Williams. I heard they were Caleb Williams. I did, hear, I did hear they were tanking, but I think the real prize is going to be Graham Mertz. Oh, absolutely. Heisman winner. Has to be Grammy Heisman. Grammy Heisman. Grammy Heisman, Heisman winner. Yeah. Uh, yep. Heisman winner this year. Book it. Get your eyes on There is not now, nearly everyone. enough buzz going on there around is, Graham it's Mertz. Not, there's not a lot going on uh, coming out of Gainesville concerning him. I there love, needs to be. I, I'm frankly disappointed in the lack of hype around Graham Mertz this year. I know we, maybe we're the only Graham Mertz pro Graham Mertz podcast, but the man, frankly, is going to have a Hall of Fame season right now. You put I him, just, may as well put him in the pros. It's I not going to be fair what he's going to be able to do this year. I can't quit Graham Mertz. I, I love Graham Mertz. Um, rank rank your most just, addictive drugs from three to your most addictive. I'm going meth, heroin, Graham Mertz. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People wish heroin was as addictive as Graham Mertz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yep. The highs and lows are even better too. I've heard. Oh yeah, it's I mean it's, it's a from a former Mertzaholic. I've heard it's just absolutely incredible. It's an absolute roller coaster. God, um, that's so the great. highest, the highs, the lowest, the soul crushing picks. I mean, but he's gonna knock that off. And look, it's a new system. It's a change of scenery. Um. You know, I've heard he's thriving in Florida. The man has the decision-making skills, uh, the brain capacity of an alligator, so he'll fit in right in in the swamp. It's his environment. He's going to thrive. I saw him during my internship. He was putting in the hours in the Hevnar. He does. You know, student he athletes does complex. All, he, he works hard. He, You know, he's a real first-in, last-out type of guy. He you is. Know, he is the first one in there every morning watching YouTube videos in the study room. And then when I left the facility that day, he's the last guy in the lazy rizzer. Rizzer, river. He's yeah. killing it, man. Graham Mertz, no, well, Graham Mertz, it's recovery. It's all recovery, mental and it's all. No, he is, and he is, he is, that man is recovered. Let me tell you, that man <laughs> recovered like I've never seen a quarterback be recovered before. <laughs> so he, he's... Watch out. Grammy Heisman's coming for your team week one. I, I have a Graham I have a Graham Mertz sweatshirt. If it wasn't a hundred degrees here, I'd be wearing it. I DM'd I'm, him personally I, and I asked him to remake that sweatshirt in Florida Gator Orange and Blue. Well, he's cutting he out the distractions. That. He's cutting yeah. out the distractions. He, he has um, to. Has to. That's the only reason he didn't answer my DM. Yeah. Look, he's <laughs> that's that's the only reason. Yes. I don't know why he, you wouldn't answer he, he a DM. Does. He doesn't call hey, Grammy Heisman. Need this in orange and blue ASAP. He doesn't ASAP. go. He doesn't go on social media during the shit. season. That's how committed he is to being fully present for the team. You know, he's not that's watching a LeBron. That's a LeBron he's, move. He's not watching TikToks. He's watching baby goat. Baby film. goat. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Um, Baby Brown yeah. of the week. You're about get ready for some of the crispest handoff exchanges you've ever seen. I I've seen a couple highlights of them, and ETN just is eating it up having those high handoffs. He, he's, yeah, he's, he's awesome right. too. ETN he's gonna have awesome a prime right season. I'm predicting yeah. it right now. Heisman Trophy winner Graham Mertz, Heisman yeah. Trophy runner up Travis ETN, Trevor. No, it's Trevor. No, I thought it was... No, it's Trevor. Trevor Etienne. Trevor. And then third is going to be Montreal Johnson Jr. Yeah. I have, and then I have fourth is going to be Ricky then, Pearsall. I think he's five. He's catching bombs. The best player in college football this year, Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> Who? You're becoming an Ohio State fan. I'm not an Ohio State fan. You can't. I just. I like you said Marvin two Harrison. nice things about Ohio State today. I loved, I loved Marvin Harrison when he was playing with Peyton. So naturally his son is like, yeah, I'm. I mean, and I can't, I can't not buy into all the bullshit hype I hear from all the experts. So Luke loves, Luke loves young kids. Yeah. No, 
Luke no. loves young guys. I just said that. No, well, that would make that would make really him a Penn him. State fan. That would make him Ball a Penn State, State fan, though. Oh, oh fuck. Oh man. Oh fuck. All right, Pennsylvania's taking a beating today. <laughs> they deserve it. I don't like Penn State. That school's a cult. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, happy hour, heroes and zeros. Well, I feel like I need to start it off now because my happy hour hero is the city of Philadelphia. Go birds Again. for a third week in a row. That's unbelievable. Let's just shout out. This is this is groundbreaking stuff here, guys. Three weeks in a row, the city of Philadelphia as a whole has made it on this show. Phillies fans, this time they uh. Oh yeah. What's your way to get your boy out of a slump? Trey Turner, you got to celebrate something, right? If you're not going to be the most, you know, most spending team in baseball, if you're going to be fourth most in spending, you might as well get something out of your guys, right? And how do you get something out of your guys? Motivation. Trey Turner's having a rough streak. How do you get your guy back on top? Obviously, the boos aren't cutting it. So they decided to give him standing ovation every time he get up to bat. And eventually he had a home run. Yeah. He was like he was like two for four or whatever. And like his next six at bat. Curtain call home run. It worked. It was pretty awesome. If you're well, gonna you spend see, that uh... money, at least get your guys to start producing. So I'm looking forward to who is Philadelphia gonna turn to next to start giving them a standing ovation because you're sitting out of the wild card spot right now. You found that new positivity. Let's see what happens. Maybe Santa Claus, maybe he's next. Yeah, who do we who do we think it is? Well, Schwarber, he just needs Wawa to put on some deals. He'll start hitting yeah, home runs. He loves Hoagie yep. Fest. I mean, he loves Hoagie they Fest. Boo, they they did boo Joel Embiid, who's the MVP of the league. But yeah, yeah that's, but like, di- that's different. That's it's different. It's, 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 Come that's on, it's got to be just different. Shout Look, out it's... Philly for being the. They are absolutely the greatest fan base that exists, and there's yeah. really no argument. Shout out Philly. I have no beef. I have no beef with the state I of Pennsylvania. No beef. I Let's, only uh, and I love the Eagles. I love Philly. Go Birds. It's Penn State. I just don't like Penn State. Um. All right, executive producer. Little insight here. Start one, bench one, cut one. Jalen Hurts, Bryce Harper, ooh. Joel Embiid. Ooh. Starting Jalen Hurts. Starting Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Good choice. I'm benching Bryce Harper and cutting Joel Embiid. I like it. I like that. I'm with that. Yeah. I'm with that. Bri- the city of Philly loves Bryce Harper. Well, because Bryce Harper love loves Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper loves, loves Philly. Right. It's a really easy. People are like, oh, they're so hard on their players. You just have to play hard and love Philly, and they'll love you. No, and, and be good. I mean, but yeah, but Bryce is a big reason they went inland to the World Series last right. year. I mean, yeah, yeah. Joel, Joel can't win a damn nothing. damn series. I nothing. Mean, the MVP of the league did nothing for that team. And, and Jalen took him to the Super Bowl. There you go. I mean, it's not the recipe in Philly is just fucking win. Just win, baby. Just win. Jalen hurts though. Uh, I think he's gonna have another great year. I'm excited. I do too. Happy hour zero, Kyle. Oh, yeah, we got some happy hour zeros this week. I feel like we've all probably had a pretty rough week, and it's only Wednesday, Thursday, when you guys are listening to this. Um, Well, actually, I have one more hero. Public shaming. Public shaming is back, guys. Um, yep. The Orioles, oh, Orioles suspended their broadcaster. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Yep, because he's, he recited statistical proof. That the uh, the Orioles were listened- bad when playing the Tampa Bay Rays at Tropicana Field. We've saw it in my video. We all know it. The Trop is probably one of the most lethal places to play baseball because it is just so quiet. You just don't know what to do. I, I listened to that video three times trying to figure out where he made a mistake. Seriously. It was just like, what? Like, I was ready to hear, like, a derogatory term yeah, you or were something like that. Yeah, some sort. And it never came. I was like, wait, what was wrong with that? Like, what What was wrong right. with that? Like, everything he said was just 
stats about it. He never even disparaged the team in the sense of like they're just terrible was, when they come. He didn't even say that. It was positive. He was like, they've turned it around here. Like they're gonna win today. They're winning it's the terrible. series. They've that's that like, bad on the O's organization for that. Yeah, I don't yeah. Unbelievable. Just the happy hour hero, just on the fact of it's very rare nowadays that we find us agreeing on anything, especially on the internet. Yeah. And you have the whole internet that's just support like, what the hell's wrong with that like yeah. which is cool what the hell what what a ridiculous yeah all right my happy hour zero this one has to get brought up yeah colin cowherd is my happy hour zero you can't put out a list of quarterbacks Ooh. that are never going to win a super bowl and put Dwayne haskins on the list so out of touch man so out of touch just I mean, horrible. I'm. It's annoying that he, he's not in more hot water because of this. Yeah, Seriously, I don't know how nothing's do going to happen to him. How do you do that? Was it like the? I, I don't know how. I don't really. I think it's. I don't even know that we have to speak on I it very much. I think your listener and you a, don't know who Dwayne Haskins is. Um, Dwayne Haskins passed away about a year ago. Horrible, horrible tragedy. Yeah, I got hit by yeah. a dump truck. It was awful. Yeah, walking on the highway. Horrible tragedy. Gone way too soon. Terrible. Way too soon. Guy who was... Everyone knows about that. How do you put... I mean... If you're a sports fan, you know about it. Dwayne Haskins will never win a Super Bowl. But that's just awful. That's like going and... Yeah, I don't... uh, This is driving the the knife in a little bit more. Turning the knife. I mean, it's just... It's not cool. It was wrong. Colin Colin Coward gets away with shit like that all the time, though. I mean, he really does. He says some out of pocket shit. Um, yeah, I mean, so do whatever. we. To be fair. Yeah, but, but you know. Yeah, but we're, we're not, not making fun of dead say people. Something about a dead quarterback, you know? Like, come right. on. Well, especially when it's like, and I mean, not to dude... apologize either. Like, come on. No, because he's never sorry. No, he's never sorry. It just. I don't know. It does. It's was just bizarre, I think, as much as anything. It was so but, off guard. It just was so off guard to hear that. Yeah, and just so out uh, of pocket. You have literally... Yeah. I, don't, I don't, can't even tell you how many... Anyways, yeah. Super Bowl, but you probably have at least 30 quarterbacks that you could name that are never going to win. Yeah. Right now in the NFL. Absolutely. You Kyle could, Allen. God, that was dead. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Especially, like, just way it. too early, right. like... He was what twenty something when he died. Gone way 20, too. 20, twenty one, I think. Was he? he he's not. Twenty one or twenty two? No. He, yeah, well, he was. I mean, he wasn't this any was, older this than was, we are now. This was three years ago. I mean, yeah, you know, no, I, I don't think he was older than, than us. Now. I just think that he was probably our age. It was three yeah. years ago? Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, maybe what? two years ago. Like now? Last year, Trubisky. It was Trubisky's no, first year. year in uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's been two, three years. And that was – and the year before that, Trubisky was in Buffalo. I don't know why I got, yeah. got tabs on Mitchell Trubisky, but I do. Yeah. But well, and that's the thing. Like, if you needed to fill out a list of quarterbacks who couldn't make a Super Bowl, Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky's right there. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Bryce Young. Whoops. Uh, okay. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. C.J. Stroud. Uh, okay. Um, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, although I love Kirk Cousins that. after the quarterback thing. He yeah, he looked Cousins great in the Only that. last year, he guys. came out. He came... was it only last? That year? was last year. It's twenty twenty two. Yeah, but jeez, oh, holy feels... shit! Twenty four years old when he passed away. So, yeah, so he was right. okay. So he, he was soon to be making. He was those. all right. At all period, you never make those comments, but wow. for years, I really thought that was way oh. longer, long ago, longer was. Well, yeah. okay. Well, was the Pittsburgh last year, and it was Kenny Pickett who took a spot. Right. That's right. That's so that would have been last season. Well, that feels like eight seasons ago. Yeah. It does feel like a lot of a long time ago. But anyways, regardless, it's awful. Um, rest in peace. Sorry that that had to even be that his name is now brought up in in some some BS like that. Uh, moving on, Henry. Happy hour, hero. Happy hour hero. There's must start. Let me go for my happy hour zero first. Okay. I just well actually I'll start happy hour hero. 
um jose ramirez uh for making baseball cool again oh yeah um (laughs) what a i mean the baseball fights are always so lame and really tim anderson's a happy hour hero too um yeah i mean it takes two to tango and he got absolutely rocked when was the last time you saw a fight like this in baseball normally it's a bunch they're like some shoving and then everyone runs out and it's like, hold me back, hold me back. And then it's over. Um, this was a full on Harper when he threw the helmet. Yeah. At, uh, yeah. That this was, was awesome. better than that though. I mean, this was, this was, it way, was Tim Anderson. Bad. Did you see the video of the after? Like Tim Anderson was, he got rocked. Hopefully he yeah, recovers. He well, he thought, obviously he thought it was going to go a couple rounds. He was working the body. <laughs> yeah, he did. He 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 was throwing to the body, and then Ramirez was being like, I "Thought it was going to go a couple in a headlock by Bend one of right. Anderson's teammates." Just gets him right on the jaw. It was that was the most excited I've been about baseball in a long time. So we were overdue Jose, for a good baseball fight. Yeah, shout out to Jose Ramirez and Tim Anderson for providing that. And then I loved yeah. uh, the Guardians manager gets asked about it. Uh, what'd you think of Jose Ramirez's left hook? And he goes, well, actually, it was a right hook. It's not funny, but it kind of is. And he just kind of starts <laughs> chuckling to himself. Yeah. Just That whole thing was awesome. Um, hopefully, Tim Anderson's okay. He's tweeting through yeah, it. Yeah, he's fine. So that's he's a good fine. sign. He's tweeting. All bitter on Twitter. Yeah. Deleting old shit. Anyways, happy hour, hero. Zero. No, that was my hero. That was my hero. Happy hour, zero. You already know who it is. It's Jim Irsay. Uh-oh. Uh, still has yet to pay or trade Jonathan Taylor. Instead, he is focused on rescuing an orca whale, which, from a tank in Florida, which is very weird. It's arguably, we've had some other weird stories. I know Kyle, months back, brought one up about some dolphins and this lady on this very podcast. And that was a very bizarre story. And that's got me thinking, I am, I'm just asking questions here. What is Jim Ursay's motivation for rescuing this orca? Could it be similar to that dolphin lady? Has Jim Ursay joined the mile high club yet? Yeah. I think he might be about to. With a, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think, you know, (laughs) I I don't know. Why is he so obsessed with this orca? Stupidest thing in the world. Why would you spend Stupid money on that instead of Jonathan Taylor? We're going to have yeah. to start. Stupid. Every show is going to have to start with Dame Watch and Ursay Watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, Lolita. Whatever the, whatever the, whatever the. Yeah, the whale. whale Lolita, name like, is. It's, it's bizarre. I'm, I'm just wondering, do we have another dolphin situation on our hands? I think, um, we, I think we might. Kind of feels like it. Um, my happy hour hero is Shannon or Shannon Sharp. Skip Bayless finally got someone to sit on TV and argue with him. Uh, Richard Sherman it is going to be the greatest three episode show of all time. Um, there's no oh, way to Sherman's that gonna kill him. Sherman's Sherman gonna is, kill him. Is, might reach over and kill him. Um, I cannot wait for that first show. It's going to be so electric and then so bad so fast. Well, um, and Sherman. Sherman has substance. Like that dude went to Stanford. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Like he's he's, not he's, an idiot. he's gonna I be just... pulling stats. He's he's gonna eat I, skip I alive. Really don't like Richard Sherman. I really don't. Um, I liked him as a player. I do not like him as a broadcaster. I think he's terrible on Thursday night football. I think he's. I think the whole everything Thursday about, night football is everything awful. about Thursday night football is terrible. Awful. I think it's awful. Um, but I am excited to see. That that dynamic work. Um, my happy hour is zero. Baker ran away, but groundhogs. Uh, Baker got attacked by a groundhog and has this gnarly cut on his nose. Uh, oh, so groundhogs are my happy How hour. Big Baker, is this come groundhog? here. 15, 20 pounder. Big boy. I have a, a great video that I'm happy to send out. Come here. I would, yeah, I think uh, we might have to post it, honestly. Come here. Come here. I don't know if you could see it, but. Okay. <sighs> Oh, buddy. Oh, he got him right on the nose. Dude, he got him so clean, and I got to give him some credit. 
he ha- he hung in there. I mean, he hung in there. Yeah. Throwing some paws. He kept flipping it over. No, not the space bar. Kept flipping it over. Um, he just wouldn't really attack. He just wanted to hang out. I mean, that's all he wanted to do. He's just, he's just a chill dude. You know, he's, he's not trying to hurt it. But He's just hanging out. But thanks for coming on today. All right. See you later. <laughs> yeah. So that's my happy hour zero. Groundhog. All right. Yep. Well, and that, I think, is all we have for today. Um, Quick one today. Which is perfect. Perfect. Uh, Jim Ursay, by the way, is just now emerging from the bathroom. <laughs> if if you were playing along with Ursay Power Hour, game's over. It's yep. over. Thanks for you, playing if, this week. Jim Ursay, that is, he could go to the bathroom, start this podcast, and he would be arriving at this point right now as he's finally emerging from the bathroom. <laughs> Whatever yeah, whatever he's doing in the bathroom, it's over now. But you know what he's doing in the bathroom. Anyways, that's this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Yep. All right. See ya. Feel boy, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance floor to run on. If you want to run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride. I had a premonition that we fell into a rhythm where the music don't stop. Ain't no debating on it. I'm still levitated. I'm heavily medicated. Ironic, I gave them love and they end up hating on me. She told me she loved me and she's been waiting. Been fighting hard for your love and I'm running thin on my patience. Needing someone to hug, even took it back to the basics. You see what you got me out here doing? Might have threw me off, but can't nobody stop the movement. Uh uh-uh. uh, let's go. Left foot, right foot, levitating. Pop stars, do a leap with the baby. I had to lace my shoes for all the blessings I was chasing. If I ever slip, I fall into a better situation. So catch up, go put some cheese on it, get out and get your bread up. They always leave when you fall, but you run together. Weight of the world on my shoulders, I kept my head up. Now, baby, stand up.